Hello, my beautiful beings. It's your girl, Han. I am back today with a brand new episode. We've done two episodes this week. I am just feeling very motivated and I want to keep connecting with you guys. It's the highlight of my life. Um, I've tried to film this episode two times previously today, but each time I went to do it, I was just like really angry. I have a lot of anger right now. I don't know why this is coming to me today, but like, I'm just pissed that it's so expensive to be on a planet that nobody owns. And I made a TikTok on that and I'm going to make a podcast episode on that. But the problem with the existential crisis I'm having is that there's really no answer. Like, it's not like I single-handedly can change the way of the world, but I'm just really frustrated with how expensive it is to be alive and having to work your life away just to one day hopefully follow your dreams but like other than that it's all just like work hard play hard blah 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 whatever not the point of today I just meditated and got that off my chest made peace with it and let the thought go because as of right now holding on to that frustration isn't serving me it's not doing me any good so relaxation I've meditated I feel better namaste let's dive into today's episode (laughs) so today we're going to be talking about mindfulness why mindfulness is important how mindfulness allows you to really enjoy the pleasures of life and how to get the fuck out of this autopilot mode that so many of us live in this existence becomes numb we're just going through the motions rather than really being mindful of what it really means to be alive the complex emotions that come with being a human and just living our best lives but before we dive into mindfulness i woke up this morning feeling like I needed to make a change before the weather got bad. I'm the type of person that thrives in the sun, the summer, warm weather, warm places. I do my best when it's cold and especially when it snows, I get very depressed and I don't use that word lightly. Like I genuinely fall into a hole of like, I am so sad and I can't even get out of bed. So I've decided while the weather is still nice, I'm going to challenge myself to start a challenge that I am making up myself, but things that I think will ultimately heal my mind, body, soul throughout this winter that's coming. And I encourage you guys, if it resonates with you, to also try this challenge. I'm starting off with two weeks because after two weeks, I'm going to make changes to it that I can provide a lifestyle change because just like any diet or habit that you're changing, doing it for a certain amount of time isn't going to do anything. It has to be a lifestyle change. Like people that diet for a month after that month, you're going to gain it back. You have to change your lifestyle. So you can't do things that are unrealistic and you cannot commit to. It has to be things that you can change your life and incorporate for your highest self. So my two week challenge consists of minimalism which is important for me because I'm a broke college student and I love to treat myself If I have $10 in my bank account, but I want to get a vegan panini from my favorite cafe, I'm going to treat myself to that vegan panini and then suffer the consequences of literally having no money. Same with when I see like a really cute shirt and I'm like, I kind of have a shirt just like that, but imagine the cute picture I could take in this shirt. I'm like, I'll just buy the shirt. I love to treat myself and it's okay to treat yourself, but it becomes bad when you're treating yourself every time you want to. You kind of have to save your money when you're in college and can barely even afford food. Oops. <laughs> Minimalism in the sense that I'm only going to be buying things that I really need and just trying to live off of what I already have. Trying to be content with what I have and just making the best of it. 
Other thing that I really want to incorporate into this two-week challenge is no complaining. And what I mean by that is just not putting out negativity into the universe. I want to only speak on things that are good, only focus on things that are good. And like, of course, you're going to have a bad day every once in a while. But instead of projecting that negativity out to the world, just dealing with it, thinking about it and letting it go. I just want to like refrain from complaining. Actually, in our last episode, I talked about those people that just give you mental confusion they give you headaches they always have something bad going on like no one wants to be around people like that so I myself personally just want to really try to not complain for two weeks another thing I struggle with is my comfort zone your comfort zone will kill you faster than facing your fears so every day for the next two weeks I want to do something completely out of my comfort zone I also want to eat only green and clean I don't want to treat myself at all to anything unhealthy over the summer I was very like healthy with what I was eating and I felt so much better about myself but now that I'm in school and I'm living on my own I like sometimes will treat myself to something more fast food like and that just doesn't make me feel good it doesn't serve my body I think that the way to really be connected to yourself is to make sure your body's in its most optimal space and shape And with that also, I want to incorporate some kind of sweating every single day, whether that be going for a run or just doing some yoga, but like something intense that gets me sweating, gets the stagnant energy out of my body, just working on that. And of course, meditation at least once a day, twice a day for bonus points. And that, my friends, is my two-week challenge that I'm going to challenge myself to. And if you want to also try that, um, I would love that. I can make a sheet of paper I'll post on my Instagram of the guidelines of the two-week challenge and if you want to follow it let me know we can do this together get in our mind body soul and its most optimal highest self shape so mindfulness let's dive in I'm reading the power of now by Eckhart Tolle and you can also listen to that audiobook for free on YouTube if you just look up the power of now full audiobook sometimes I actually like to switch back and forth from actually reading to the audiobook because sometimes it's just good to go about your day but also indulge in some deep listening and yeah the book has really just got me thinking about how much I suffer with mindfulness like I'm always living in the future or the past versus right now. So it's really important to me to incorporate some of the techniques we're going to be talking about today and just becoming all around a very mindful human being. So what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is focusing on being intensely aware of what you are sensing and feeling in each moment. But when you're first starting, you're going to want to just try to tackle like specific moments when you're really working on just being mindful and then eventually having that be your permanent state of being. So you're literally observing life as it is happening. You are here now, not the future, not the past, but now. Observing and accepting the current situations without judgment or struggle and without acting totally on your feelings from past situations. Bringing up those traumas that you've learned, you've had negative things happen to you, so now every situation in your present, you're constantly pulling back those fears and anxieties from the past. By being here now, we can also stop acting through judgment because judgment is an insanely limiting belief as we're going to talk about today. When you judge without just accepting other people for who they are, you miss out on a lot because you live in this limiting mindset where nobody else can be right except you. And I think that that came to truth and to light a lot in myself with the past election that we had. 
where I was obviously a Biden supporter. I posted that everywhere. And when people would try to tell me their other kinds of beliefs on why maybe Biden wasn't the best candidate for them, I shut them down and I would not even listen to anything they had to say. And I admit to that now that that is a limiting belief. And as much as I am very dead set in my morals and my beliefs, it's not okay to just completely shut people down. Or if you're going to live that way, just don't engage in conversation because trying to change other people's minds because of the truth that you hold as your own isn't effective. People need to learn things through their own ways. So acting without judgment is a huge thing in mindfulness and we're going to be talking about that too. So some signs that you are not living in your most mindful state is being in this autopilot mode or in other words reacting out of habit and just being very numb overall to like the beauties of life you're living in the past and you're projecting the past into the future, taking life for granted and even like taking life for granted in all senses. Even though you are not specifically where you want to be, you're not living your dream life yet. You still have a lot to be thankful for. Like I said in the last episode, making peace with the way things are when they're not perfect and correcting your behaviors is very, very important in manifestation because in order to manifest something, you have to be living in that vibration of what you want to attract. So just because things aren't perfect right now, you still need to act in love, show gratitude, be thankful, and align to the vibrations of which you would like to attract. On the other hand, mindful people have thoughts that concern the present. They enjoy all of life's pleasures. They perceive without judgment, not letting past worries affect the now. They're able to step back and observe emotions and they can see their potential or in other words, they're very open to blessings. So now for some personal experience because I think that that helps bring things very full circle. When I was living very mindlessly, like I was not mindful, I was very much so living in the future and I was incorporating emotions from the past into the present instead of just being here now, I have to say that was me like right when I spiritually woke up and that was when it was the worst. So when I spiritually woke up, I was having all of these new truths come to surface. I was exposed to some very beautiful things that were... I had no words for. I was just going through this intense process of a consciousness expansion. I was elevating my consciousness. And with everything that the universe presented me with, every beautiful thing that came to me in meditation, every new self-discovery I made, there was this overwhelming anxiety of, wait, what is the bad circumstance that is going to be behind this blessing because my whole life in a sense I've expected the worst so in the present these beautiful circumstances were coming to truth but from my past self I was allowing those anxieties from things that I had experienced ruin the blessing and so when I was open to this affirmation that I got told to me in an astrology reading he said you have trust issues and an affirmation that will change your life is just saying I trust the universe and any uncomfortable situation that you're presented with so now when something crazy happens to me or something beautiful happens to me and I feel these anxieties from my lower self coming to forefront in my mind I will reassure myself that I trust the universe 
and I know nothing bad is happening. I know this is a beautiful blessing and I fully allow it to transcend and take over my life. And then when I do feel those negative emotions, replacing that intrusive thought with the affirmation of I trust the universe, I slowly over time rewired my brain to instead of feeling those negative things, just immediately go to I trust the universe, which overall reassures me that I don't fear. In fact, I embrace Sometimes also I'll catch myself not being mindful when say I'll be on a hike and I'm on this hike and I'm really at peace and everything is just beautiful. I'm aligned to my higher self. I'm doing something I love and I'm very mindful of where I am. And then all of a sudden, like I said, these intrusive thoughts will pop into my head like, oh, I can't believe I said that to that guy the other night or I have to do my homework still or I haven't filmed the podcast. Like, what can I talk about on the next episode? And all of a sudden, I'm no longer on this hike. I'm mentally checked out and living completely in the present and I can't focus on what I'm doing right then. I'm now in the future. Oh my God, side note, I am at the beach right now recording this and there is a dog in a pink sweater, like completely in a winter sweater. That's amazing. Wow. Okay, I'm back. (laughs) So yeah, I'll be all of a sudden checked out mentally and all of a sudden I'm living completely in the future. I'm worried. I'm anxious. I have these intrusive thoughts of, oh my God, I have so much to do. And all of a sudden I don't even care that I'm on a hike anymore and I'm rushing to leave. And that's all because I wasn't mindful anymore. I'm all of a sudden out of the present and into the future. So when I feel that coming about, the first thing I do is I catch that thought coming into my head where I realize, oh my god, I have all these things to do and I don't even want to be on this hike anymore because I'm just so far ahead of the present. The first thing I do is I do breath work. I do 10 really deep breaths where I just check in with myself. I catch the anxiety. I go back to the root of where the thought came from, what triggered it, why I feel this way, and then bring myself back to where I was. And that usually helps. That usually brings me back to the present and I can finish enjoying my day I'll say to myself okay I'm going to take this next half hour hour however long I'm doing the hike or whatever circumstance may be and I'm not going to care about these future worries I'm going to let future me deal with that but I'm not going to worry about how it's going to come about I'm going to take it second by second moment by moment and just be in the now So now we're going to get into my techniques as that last one was also a technique, the breathing work. But um, before we dive into the actual techniques I have for mindfulness, I want to assure you that you shouldn't put yourself down because you're not able to be mindful all day, every day. You need to commit when you can and gradually that will become your permanent mindset. But when you're first starting, like you're not, it's, it's not easy to just... I'm not saying it's impossible to always be mindful, but it's definitely very hard to constantly be living in the now and not let past anxieties or future anxieties into your head. Like, it is important to realize that you are not your thoughts, you are the consciousness behind your thoughts. But with that being said, it's impossible, or not impossible, but at least very difficult to control your thoughts 24-7. So just be aware of that. Don't get hard on yourself because you have these intrusive thoughts that take you out of the present just go easy on yourself show love do this when you can and these are my personal techniques of course the number one mindfulness technique is meditation that's probably going to be your best friend through incorporating mindfulness as there's a million guided meditations you can wake up first thing in the morning and start your day off with a mindfulness meditation that is going to set you off on the right foot get your subconscious thinking about how important it is to be mindfulness 
you'll get messages about why and how and all of that. And it'll just, that is how you're going to make your own journey with mindfulness. That is how your spirit guides, your higher self, the universe is going to give you personal techniques. And like, that's where a lot of these have come from for myself. Along with meditation, something that I do with mindfulness is I set alarms on my phone, usually like around noon, three, six, just throughout the day. I like to set reminders on my phone to relax to breathe slow down feel your emotions in the now that just helps remind you when you're caught off guard and it goes into your subconscious mind just bringing yourself back to this I am here now what am I feeling now checking in with yourself allowing yourself to be vulnerable instead of in this autopilot mode along with meditation something that I do with mindfulness is I set alarms on my phone usually like around noon three six just throughout the day I like to set reminders on my phone to relax to breathe slow down feel your emotions in the now that just helps remind you when you're caught off guard and it goes into your subconscious mind just bringing yourself back to this i am here now what am i feeling now checking in with yourself allowing yourself to be vulnerable instead of in this autopilot mode it's also very important to understand to slow down the universe is in a, not in a rush for anybody none of us are in a rush although we have limited time on this planet we definitely have enough time to get done your daily agenda so just slow down the next time you find yourself wanting to pass a car on the highway because you're just in such a rush to get home ask yourself why am i in a rush why am i in such a rush to get home another very life-changing thing i incorporated into my life is mindful eating when I eat, I swear to God, I check out. And I have a lot of issues with food. I've struggled with eating disorders in my past. And of course, sometimes every once in a while, I have negative thoughts with eating and just all of that limiting bullshit. But it is a very real problem that a lot of us go through. And it really plays itself out when I myself eat. Because when I'm eating, it's like I'm not eating for the pleasure. I'm eating because I need to do it to survive. So I tend to eat very, very fast and I check out mentally. I go on TikTok and I'm scrolling aimlessly. And the next thing I know, I just ate my whole dinner in five minutes because I'm just like checked out. I'm not enjoying the process of eating. So instead of rushing, I take smaller bites and I remind myself that this food is giving me the nutrition that I need. I'm grateful for my food. I'm not worried about anything else. I'm not worried about the dishes I'm going to have to do from making the food. I'm not worried about, you know, the way that anything. I'm just mentally checked into right that moment I'm eating and that's it. That's all that matters is the food that I'm putting into my body. With the same energy as mindful eating, mindful listening is also very important. I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations with people where I'm almost just listening until it's my turn to talk. Like, I'm not really listening to what they're saying. I'm more so in my head planning what I'm going to say next. And that is super, like, not cool because who wants to have a conversation one-sided? But also when you deep listen and you're very much in the moment of what your conversation partner is saying, you start to become open to their ideas. And a little personal experience on what I'm trying to get at is before I was spiritually aware, I used to have a friend and she was very into meditation and she was always telling me, you know, start yoga or get this crystal because it's really going to help you or read this book. I'm going to send you a PDF of this book. And I was always like, that's not important to me. Like, I don't have time to worry about meditation. I have to go 
do this, 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 blah, blah, blah. And I had these very limiting beliefs because I was very closed-minded. Her truth wasn't my truth and I didn't care. One day, finally, as I've talked to you guys about my spiritual journey in episode one, I just dove into meditation and I had this whole life-changing thought process. But her words that I finally became open to exposed me to meditation and now look at me I'm gonna have a whole podcast about these esoteric beliefs and like the universe and all of that that all spawned from a conversation that she exposed me to so through letting my judgment go not letting my ego overpower what I considered to be important and telling my ego for lack of better words to literally shut the fuck up and let me be open to these other ideas that serve others changed my entire life a two minute long conversation about how to meditate changed my entire life my entire mindset the way that I thought the way that I dressed the way that I talked the way that I perceived myself the way that others perceive me it all came from just letting my judgment go and being very mindful to another person's truth and that's what I'm trying to stress is just like being open comes with being mindful Because when you're in the moment, you're not acting off of your limiting beliefs. You are acting off of what the universe or God or whoever serves you has presented you with and being open to all that comes with that statement. So those are just some of my personal techniques on how to be more in the moment and incorporate this mindfulness. Another thing I want to dive into is touching on the fact that mindfulness is not only a spiritual practice because you don't have to be spiritual to receive the benefits that come from being in the now and appreciating all the pleasures of life and not only the pleasures of life but the uncomfortable parts of life that cause you to grow that's not spiritual that's just being alive that's just having a good life because I think a lot of my audience is spiritual but if you are listening to this and you don't believe in the universe that it's you know something more or you don't believe in anything or you believe in God you can believe in anything and still practice mindfulness it's not subject to just one type of person mindfulness is all about being in each present moment without judgment you can believe whatever anything whatever your truth is but just incorporate some of this stuff because I promise you you will see some beautiful changes in your life All right, with all that being said, I definitely still want to emphasize I recommend the book The Power of Now. And also, if you're interested in my two-week challenge, I really hope that you guys come on that journey with me. And I'm very curious as to how it affects you. All of the things that I wrote in the two-week challenge are not for nothing. They came to me in meditation. I feel very drawn towards each and everything in the list and I think it's going to align us mind body soul to our highest selves so if that sounds like something you would like to do message me let me know you're gonna try it you don't have to do all of it but if any part of it serves you just try it out I'm curious it might really change all of our lives As always, please don't be nervous to reach out to me and tell me what you think of the podcast, whether you agree with something or disagree with something or you want to come on and give some words of wisdom. I don't know. I might start doing that. That sounds really fun to connect with you guys more and have your beliefs shared to like-minded people. I think that sounds really cool. My grandma will be on the podcast. Do not think I forgot about that. It's just really hard with COVID 
being more than six feet apart from her with a mask on trying to communicate and have the microphone reach us both like it's hard for the podcast microphone to hear both sides of the conversation and also it's like hard to have a natural flowing conversation especially about things so deep when you're sitting six feet apart with a mask on and you can't even read their facial expressions it's just not ideal so once I'm tested and I'm quarantined and I can be closer than six feet to her I will definitely be getting her on to share her most beautiful wisdom as she is one of the wisest people I've ever met. All right, my beautiful people, I hope to connect with you and Instagram DMs. I'll put it all in the description, but it's hannah.jj on Instagram and then hannah.jjj on TikTok. Those are the two places I'm most active for communication between listeners and me um yeah that's all I got for my beautiful beautiful souls today I can't wait for next week to keep connecting please message me what you want me to dive into on the next episode it always is helpful to hear what's wanted and if it serves me it serves you so I can't wait to connect again next week but that's all I got for this one love you guys <laughs>